What are some of the best ways to find Opportunity Zone investors in 2021? Find out next. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Opportunity Zones podcast, the weekly show where we interview Opportunity Zones professionals and experts from fund managers to tax advisors, from real estate developers to venture capitalists. If it impacts Opportunity Zones or the Opportunity Funds industry, we cover it here on the Opportunity Zones podcast. Welcome to the Opportunity Zones podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Atkinson. Are you looking to raise capital for an Opportunity Zone fund or deal in 2021? If so, today's episode is for you. And joining me today to discuss this topic are two of my good friends at CrowdCreate, Jeffrey McGannis and Will Walker. Jeffrey is co-founder of CrowdCreate, and Will is CrowdCreate's Director of Business Development. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having us, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, thanks for letting us do this with you. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are both joining me today down in Orange County, California. I was out there uh, a few weeks ago over the holidays and got to got to meet both of you in person. Always good to to see you in person and good to have you on the podcast again today. Uh, so today, uh, the two of you are going to be discussing some of the top ways for raising capital for an OZ deal or an OZ fund in 2021, and we're going to dive into those methods in a few minutes here. But first, I wanted to back up and learn a little bit more about you guys, learn a little bit more about your firm, CrowdCreate. So can you tell our listeners who is CrowdCreate and what do you guys do exactly? So CrowdCreate helps Opportunity Zone projects find and connect with investors, strategic partners, and influential thought leaders. Uh, We're industry agnostic. We've worked on over 100 plus projects and raised over $130 million with our proprietary database and also outreach services. So CrowdCrate was founded in 2015 and actually at the start of digital and online crowdfunding. And so myself and Ivan, we've worked on everything from electronics and hardware, you know, Bluetooth headsets, all the way to real estate projects, being mobile home park funds. Um, you know, uh, not only do we help companies raise money, but we're also investors ourselves. And we stumbled upon Opportunity Zone uh, projects because of capital gains. And as more and more, uh, you know, research was done in the industry, we absolutely love the idea of bringing capital bringing resources into underdeveloped communities and um, really just got connected with some of the investors and thought leaders in the space. And that's how we started to apply our know-how that we've built up over the last couple of years and uh, apply it to this industry being opportunity zones. And uh, your partner in this or, or one of your colleagues in this is Mr. Will Walker, who's on the line with us now as well. And Will, you have a few decades of private equity experience. Uh, you joined the CrowdCreate team a few years ago, I believe. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you got hooked up with Jeffrey and his team and and a little bit about your background as well? Okay, thanks, Jimmy. Sure. Uh, yeah, I've been very fortunate as a, an older veteran private equity uh, guy that's been around the block several times and used to do things the traditional way, which is attend a lot of comp- investor conferences and uh, opportunity zone conferences and that type of thing and, and do public speaking or certainly 
um, work with different um, different promoters, different uh, investor groups around the country and even around the world. But I saw that things were changing even pre-COVID uh, to really get, become more virtual, uh, not only because of the travel, but because I'm getting older and you can't cover the, get the coverage and reach that you want in the traditionally older traditional way at live. Uh, conferences and uh, whether it be nationally or internationally. So a lot of different factors there. And when uh, I found someone that uh, I respect, a big investment banker that had used CrowdCreate before for specific projects that needed to be uh, accelerated, uh, that accelerate that trust factor and, and pinpoint strategically target certain investor profiles, uh, family offices and, and institutional retail, then uh, I said, well, let's see what they're doing. So I, I really met Jeff and Ivan and the team and uh, saw this was a much faster, broader uh, way to target and uh, connect with the right investor profile for my projects, uh, which were many at the time. And then when I decided, hey, I can't beat them, I'm going to join them, uh, that's what I did as head of business development here. And it's been an, an excellent relationship. And uh, certainly, we've helped a lot of companies' campaigns uh, match make with the right uh, right goals and investor profile that they've been looking for. So, excellent. Well, thanks for joining us today, Will. And and uh, fun fact about Will Walker is he is also an Emmy award winning actor. He used to be an act a Hollywood actor back in the day. So we're we're very uh, pleased to be graced with his presence here today. Thanks for joining us, Will. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Jimmy. Jeffrey, I'll I'll turn it back over to you now, or turn to you. Uh, let's let's dive into the meat of today's episode today, which is raising capital, finding opportunity zone investors in 2021. Whether you have a project that you're sponsoring or a fund that you are the issuer or manager of, Jeffrey, what are some of the top ways for finding opportunity zone investors in 2021? Yeah, so finding opportunity zone investors in uh, 2021, there's actually two routes to take. Um, there's both connecting with your local investors and community, and then there's doing things on a national uh, level. And so uh, if you'd like, we could go ahead and uh, get into it and get started on, on first, how do you find uh, local investors uh, that are familiar with their community they know some of the projects or, or possibly other properties or businesses in the area. Um, really finding investors, your lowest hanging fruit is your immediate family, friends, and professional network. Um, tapping into them, you know, not just for capital, but also introductions to possibly other people that are in your community. And when we talk about professional networks, that could be you know, your local employer, uh, business owners, doctors, attorneys, high, highly paid professionals that are already actively investing in deals in your community. Um, there's also local universities, again, some of the largest employers that are there, and even just um, finding out who is currently doing deals in your local area. So how do you find their contact information? Um, you know, there's different uh, websites and tools online, the most uh, popular being you know, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, just doing a Google search. So, uh, you know, more specifically on how to expand outside of your own personal network of family, friends and professional is we recommend finding investors at local real estate groups. Now, things have gone virtual 
And so how would you find these local real estate uh, meetup groups? Uh, there's Facebook groups for local uh, real estate agents, uh, brokers in the area that are familiar with who's actively deploying capital and also part of these deals, uh, meetup.com before the pandemic and, and also um, you know everything going virtual. I, I'm sure there are uh, local in-person meetups that used to uh, go on and, and we recommend that you find the organizer for these groups and they typically have the most influence and um, have a network of a couple hundred people. And so um, when you find these people, you definitely want to talk to them. And um, it's not just these investor groups, but also real estate developers, real estate accountants, attorneys, financial advisors, and planners in your local area would be able to send you in the right direction for finding investors on, on a local basis for your project. And uh, getting into the, the national um, uh, realm of, of opportunity zone projects uh, here at CrowdCrate, uh, you know, we actually offer this as a service, but we like to start at the top. And that goes uh, with who are some of the most influential people uh, in the Opportunity Zone space. I personally connected with Jimmy Atkinson because I was a huge fan of his podcast and you know, doing a Google search to learn more about the industry. I, I, I truly respect the content that he's created and, and a lot of people do trust uh, these thought leaders for obvious reasons being that um, they're experts in their field. And whether it's multifamily construction, mobile home parks, self-storage, you know, new ground up um, developments, um, senior housing, you really want to connect and find the thought leader or, you know, investor that's done the most deals in your industry. And that's how you would find uh, investors. Um, what we recommend and what we do here at CrowdCrate is that we attend these conferences. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of good opportunity zone conferences that are out there, you know, Jimmy and, and, um, OZ Pros has the OZ Pitch Day, Opportunity Zone Expo, uh, Apartment Owners Association has a great uh, conference, and um, some of the active players that are that have been in real estate, you know, typically um, they are doing something in the Opportunity Zone space, and it's kind of ancillary to their business. And um, we recommend going through their speaker lists for these conferences find a way that you can connect with them and truly add value and, you know, hopefully present them your deal. And uh, it would, you know, turn into a check, you know, hopefully later. And, uh, and, you know, in 2021, what we noticed in 2020, what some of the top capital raisers were doing was creating content to pull investors in and also going on these digital investor roadshows. And attending as many, you know, webinars, events, as conferences as possible. You know, specifically some of the platforms that we recommend for finding investors. Um, some that we noted: investor groups, professional networks, employers in your local area, Meetup.com. You know, Google, um, going to YouTube, possibly searching for podcasters or different influencers in your local area. News portal sites. Um, BizNow, uh, a lot of the real estate oriented uh, channels and news media have a lot of good content that's being created. And then you can highlight the developers and investors that are possibly cited in that article. 
find them and then go ahead and, and reach out and connect with them. Uh, we highly recommend LinkedIn. You can do uh, geo-targeted searches to find investors or developers that put it on their profile that they're active in Opportunity Zone. Um, and then online forums, you know, government data. There are uh, a lot of sources out there to find investors. And those are the top ones that we recommend here at CrowdCrate. Wow. Yeah. A lot of great tips there to unpack, Jeffrey. Thank you for, uh, for, for doing that. And, uh, and thank you for dropping the line about OZ pitch day as well. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I do want to announce that I, I am going to do more OZ pitch days throughout the course of 2021. So keep listening to this podcast and following me on my email newsletter, my website, and you'll learn more about those opportunities, whether you're a fund issuer or a deal sponsor or, an investor about uh, learning how to uh, how to pitch your your product or or invest in those funds. I'll have some pitch day events coming up here throughout the course of 2021. You know, you mentioned a couple things that I really took away was um, leveraging influencers. I thought that was really interesting. You know, getting in touch with those those speakers or those other thought leaders in the industry and letting them do the work for you, not to put words in your mouth, but uh, I guess kind of spinning off that idea of letting them become evangelists for your brand or your uh, project. If it's a really good project and you can get in front of the, the right person to be a, a brand evangelist for you. I think that's a, that's a great idea there as well, Jeffrey. Um, Will, anything to, to add to that? And maybe I can throw you another question here. And the question uh, for you, Will, would be, you know, what are, what are some examples of some companies that you've worked with or have come across that are doing the best job of executing this type of strategy, finding, finding investors? Well, I tell you, one of my big, I call them flag waivers um, in the Opportunity Zone uh, arena is Hall Family uh, Labs, Hall Fund, F-U-N-D-H-A-L-L. And they happen to be a, a double positive because they're a, a family, a very successful family office since 1950. And yet they have a very strong 130-acre campus up in Utah uh, that uh, uh, is uh, very active. It all is on an opportunity zone. Um, and they actually have their own patent office up there, too. But, you know, I call them flag waivers because Hall, is, in my mind, has done everything right pre-COVID, during COVID, and then certainly it's going to be post-COVID here pretty soon to find the right investor mix, both institutional and retail, to really get the uh, exposure they want and get the following and, and capital that they, they want. Uh, for their projects. Now, they're mainly in operating businesses, and they've had some very successful exits and things like that. But really what they did was they approached, even on a national level, some think tanks and uh, some different um, uh, areas or, or operators that operate masterminds and webinars it, like OZ Pros in the Opportunity Zone arena uh, nationally, as well as some, I'm sure, locally as, as well in Utah to get highlighted and to really get some of their uh, successes, differentiators, which we're known to highlight here at CrowdCreate uh, as well and keep it in front of them. But really, they've been able to join and, and work with a lot of different institutions. One thing I'll also bring up to do that 
and to get not only real estate highlighted because they have a real estate portfolio as well as an operating business portfolio, but you get that highlighted in a, on a national level and then on a local level, I would encourage everybody to do what I've done for many years in my private equity business, and that's get involved with some local uh, large universities. Uh, if you're looking for good angel groups or investment groups uh, that are tied together or interested in a specific uh, space like uh, Opportunity Zones in real estate or Opportunity Zones in successful operating businesses of any kind, uh, as this pie kind of broadens out, I would you know recommend that because they all have angel groups. They all have alumni groups are very good, especially at the the larger uh, universities. I know Hall uh, Fund takes advantage of that at university uh, at, uh, at several universities in Utah. So that would be good on a local level. But they also did a lot of things right with really kind of working with uh, a lot of different masterminds, webinars, podcasters, leading trusted podcasters like Jimmy Atkinson and others to get their story out there. And, you know, it's a combination too, Jimmy, that you have to stay in front of it, especially if you're after institutional money, whether it be from an energy fund, an opportunity zone, venture fund, uh, you know, there's there's hundreds, thousands of them around, and you have to not only get their attention, but you have to stay in front of them. And that's kind of what we do here at CrowdCreate, another little shameless plug there. But it does. So once again, if you're doing it on your own, Jeff gave some great tips, and, and I hope I've added something to it. But you've got to stay with it. It's, it's not only getting the uh, trust and building the trust and attraction, but you have to kind of keep it consistent and what you're, you're uh, highlighting and differentiators and maybe even advancement, how things are growing. So it takes time. It takes different multiple exposures a lot of times, but it's worth it. And once again, if you tie in with these local or national resource groups and uh, investors, uh, it will pay big dividends now as, as well as uh, later. Uh, so that would be just some thoughts for me uh, to, to add to what Jeff did. Yeah, that's great, Will. I love the idea of going both local and national. I think it makes sense if uh, if you have a opportunity zone project that's, uh, especially if it's a, a single asset project or if it's uh, geographically focused, go after that geography. If you're building a, a new building in downtown Boise, let's say for instance, in one of their opportunity zones, there they've got a they've got two or three of them. You know, go after the a local group in Boise, Idaho. Maybe a, in a local investors group there. Get get that local money, and uh, and then also go national as well. I think that makes sense. Just let me add real quick thought, but to that, Jimmy, that was really uh, too because like let's take California where we live right now. There's a lot of money in investors that are looking to get into other areas. I mean, Jeff highlighted Boise, Idaho, or areas that are hot. Uh, Texas, of course, where you are, uh, red hot. So even if they live here or whatever, you can see the migration of money and investors, and certainly that's why you want to get some exposure to national and as well as uh, local. Yeah, absolutely, Will. Uh, Jeffrey, back to you now. Uh, if you could expound on the question that I that I asked Will, um, do you have any examples of companies in addition to Hall Labs? that you've worked with or come across that are doing a really good job of executing this type of strategy? Yeah, I wanted to highlight uh, one operator who had a fantastic uh, 2020 and uh, how they were able to find invest and uh, find, find investors. And, and I still think that the number one way to find investors is to find investor groups 
And so what this operator did very well was, uh, you know, identify different investor groups around the country. Now, there are investor groups that exist that help other investors in the group by doing due diligence on operators and say, for example, uh, also highly paid uh, professionals, you know, uh, being doctors have their own investor group, uh, attorneys, you know, country clubs, as, as Will mentioned, uh, have, you know, this uh, investor group of sorts. And, um, you know, what this operator did very well and, and was able to successfully raise capital is by uh, identifying these, uh, building trusts within the investor group. So once you get one member, you know, that member shares it with another member. And the next thing you know, you have this uh, crowd or uh, consensus that this is somebody of trust, in, in which is what, you know, we recommend here at, at CrowdCrate is that. When you find investors, you uh, you not just find the investor, but you also find people in their social circle that they trust and find a way to build a genuine connection and provide value in that person's um, you know, profession or, or life uh, with your project. And that's how you find them and, and also attract them. And that's how you personally, Jeffrey, have invested in some opportunity zone funds, right? I mean, you're, you're not just talking the talk, you're actually walking the walk as well. You yourself are an opportunity zone investor in a handful of deals and funds, I believe. Um, I don't want to divulge too much information of, of yours, but, um, but I know that, that, that we've talked about this in the past offline. That's how you invest in your deals as well. You don't, you don't vet these deals all on your own. I think you have an established uh, network of, of trusted contacts or, or some sort of club like this. Is that right? Can you talk a little bit about your personal experience? Yes. And so I'm part of different investor groups as well. And some of these groups, uh, you know, were formed amongst, uh, you know, different professionals and even friends that were doing things similar to myself. And uh, we find the group to be valuable to share notes on different operators, asset classes, right? Multifamily, different geographies, uh, different um, you know, strategies on either ground up or value add and um, built up that trust, you know, over time. And I know that they're good at what they do and the deals that I did invest in for Opportunity Zone were actually referred through my investor groups. And I know, you know, multiple people that have uh, deployed capital in the deal. And um, when they did, I typically hop on a phone call with them, ask them, you know, um, or is there any concerns that you had with this deal? You know, ask them, you know, how much due diligence they did. And then it gets me more comfortable knowing that somebody that I trust and, and respect also invested um, in a deal. But definitely in terms of getting exposure um, was through, you know, my own investor groups. Oh, that makes perfect sense. You're, uh, as I've <laughs> talked with you about before, Jeffrey, you're, you're taking advantage of the wisdom of the crowds in that regard, right? Right, right. So, um, you know, I, th I think this next question could really be the topic of a future episode, and we could probably spend an hour just talking about this. So I don't want to go into too much detail today, because I do want to wrap up pretty soon here. But, you know, so far, we've been talking about how to find OZ investors. Uh, I want to talk now about what are some tips, maybe just some really high-level thoughts that each of you have on how to pitch to these investors once you find them. You know, what's the best way to once you found them, hook them, 
and get them to actually write that check to you? What are some what are some high level thoughts there? Yeah, uh, you know, ultimately, I think the one thing people get wrong when they do outreach to people, and if those are potential investors, is they do not consider you know what's in it or what the other person on the other side is interested in and um, always come from value, I think, number one. So when you are pitching somebody and, and whether it's a thought leader or if it's an investor and, and even just using myself as an example, I, I wanted to connect with you, Jimmy Atkinson. You know, I, I truly listened to six of your episodes before I ever... Uh, I, you know, sent you an email, really understood what you're working on. And I truly, you know, knew there was a way that I could provide value with, with what you're doing. And so if you are going to be pitching investors, um, you know, know what they're interested in, know what they want to invest in. If um, there's also a way and, and right when you are connecting with these investor groups or also attorneys, uh, accountants and financial advisors, Think how you could provide value in their life, whether it's sharing deal flow, sharing business opportunities, referring them business to help them out. And, um, you know, finding and pitching investors, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And we do recommend that, um, you know, you kind of build that relationship first. And ideally, it's one of value uh, before you, you know, introduce your project uh, right away. Will, any high level thoughts from you on? How to pitch? Well, I just want to kind of piggyback what Jeff said. Um, you know, the personal slant and is the most important. Uh, finding out, you know, through different means, LinkedIn, others, uh, you know, Facebook, what they're what they're about, what they're into. But I really think it's also important to be catching up. Do your homework on relevant news. Uh, about companies or p things that are happening, moving and shaking in their space, or even areas where money's moving in. If it's an area, you know, targeting certain articles, uh, different uh, social media sites, that type of thing, to find out some of the things that are going on in their specific uh, industry or space, and even if it's real estate in a certain area, find out all the assets or positives about that area. Why is money moving into Boise, Idaho, or why are they going into uh, San Antonio, Texas? You know, so you know, keeping things personal, keeping things relevant uh, to what they'd be interested in and what could possibly help them. Um, you know, get interested in your project because it is a, a maybe not a copycat, but it is in the same area or vicinity or space or have some differentiators there. Uh, is really, you know, going to be educational for them and also interesting so that they are receptive to receiving your phone call or when you do offer to meet them in person, if when that happens, uh, they're, they're pretty responsive. They know there's value there and you've done your homework. So all about building trust, Jimmy. Absolutely, Will. Well, hey, great, great tips there, Will and, and Jeffrey. Thank you. Uh, and like I said, um, maybe that will be a topic for a future episode that uh, the three of us can do together is how to pitch your Opportunity Zone deal to investors. Uh, I think we could yeah. talk about you know how to put together a pitch deck and how to do investor outreach and kind of would be a continuation of this episode. But uh, we're running out of time here today. 
Um, so I want to thank both of you for, for joining me today. Um, for our listeners out there, uh, a couple of tips here. Um, one is, uh, if you're unaware, OZ Pros, myself, and um, the gentleman here today at CrowdCreate, we put on a free webinar uh, last year in 2020 titled Raising Capital in Opportunity Zones. And uh, I would urge you to go ahead and check out that webinar. If if you missed it, if you haven't seen it, you can check out that webinar at ozpros.com slash webinar. And there you'll be able to check out that free webinar that we did last year. Again, that was titled Raising Capital in Opportunity Zones. Uh, gentlemen, before we go today, can you tell our listeners where they can go on your end to learn more about you and CrowdCreate. Yeah. If you'd like a free strategy call with the CrowdCreate team, we'd love to learn about what you're working on, provide some insights. Even if we know people that are investing in projects like yours, please visit our website. It is crowdcreate.us forward slash call. Again, it's crowdcreate.us forward slash call. Awesome crowdcreate.us slash call. And for our listeners out there today, I will have show notes on the Opportunity Zones database website. You can find those show notes at opportunitydb.com slash podcast. And there you will find links to all of the resources that Will, Jeffrey, and I discussed today on this episode. And I'll be sure to link to uh, that link at crowdcreate.us slash call where you can book a consultation call with the CrowdCreate team. Will, Jeffrey, this has been awesome. Thanks for joining me today. Appreciate it. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks for having us. That's it for our show today. A huge thank you to you, our listener. If you liked this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. The Opportunity Zones podcast is produced by the Opportunity Database. Visit OpportunityDB.com to learn more about Opportunity Zones and Opportunity Zone Fund investing. You can learn how to subscribe to this podcast and read more about today's guest in the show notes by visiting OpportunityDB.com slash podcast. And we'll be back soon with another episode.